You know, being that we all had to go through the pandemic, one of the gifts of COVID that I took advantage of was letting my agent know I was going to take a break from acting. It was a perfect time to get my health and side passion in check. During that time, I started reading with and coaching actors, and I fell in love with it so much, I decided to become an audition coach and do it for Reels Reels. I never knew coaching would be one of my side jams. I have to say, as I would consistently coach actors on a day-to-day basis, I began to notice common things that actors would do, and I would need to step in and help coach them through it. Being a casting director at one point, I knew that they wouldn't book the room or job if we didn't course correct. What I would experience from actor to actor were the same what I call the five blocks to booking. I had to do something about it to help, so I created a free audio lesson to help actors prep for their auditions. If you feel like you are giving it your all in your auditions, but you're still not booking the room or booking the job, or you're getting frustrated with the process, go to fiveblockstobooking.com and help yourself get out of your own way. There could be something you're missing and not realizing that you too are doing. I'll put the link in the show notes for you. Get into a flow with your auditions. Go to fiveblockstobooking.com and get booking. Hello, my friends. Thank you for coming back for another episode of the Actors Flow podcast, where the well-being of actors comes first. I am your host, Talia Toms. Today, guys, I want to make sure that the message behind the actor's flow is not about everything being perfect. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you all about embracing your flow when it's messy. I also share the good that can still come out of those times when you feel out of sorts and things aren't going your way, at least what feels that way at times. All right, so let's begin. First, what we all have learned flow to mean is something that moves continuously with ease in a positive fashion. Can you imagine if our journeys as actors was always smooth sailing? As you know, on your journey as an actor, not every day or move we make will work out perfectly. That's just not what we've signed up for, for rejection and challenges are a part of the gig. The good news, what I have learned from my own journey is that flow is not about just a feel-good, continuous ease or perfection. Instead, it can be quite opposite. So stay with me. What if I told you flow can also be messy and chaotic at times? This is what I have found to be true and gems to come out of those times. For example... I was in an awesome audition flow that got stressful, but I chose to stay in it and kept doing my best and it paid off. So check it. I had three auditions in one day. First time ever I had three auditions in one day. I rarely even have three auditions in one week, sometimes, but not often. But this day, I had three auditions in one day. I had a commercial, a national commercial audition, and I had two theatrical auditions. 
So I was at the, the commercial audition was first and it was starting to go over time and time enough for me to leave to get to my first theatrical audition. And I remember calling my agent just to give her a heads up and like, hey, I the it's it's running over. What would you like for me to do? And she chose. She was like, it's like winning the lottery to book a commercial. She said, so just leave and go to your theatrical. I'll be honest. I was not wanting to not have a chance to audition for the commercial, so I chose to stay. And I did get to audition. And then I was off to my theatrical audition. I let her know that I stayed. I was able to audition. And she called the theatrical office to let them know that I was going to be running late. Okay, so that was fine. They got heads up. And I'll be honest, out of all the auditions of that day, this is the one where I didn't feel, honestly, I didn't feel I was right for the part. And also... I didn't prepare for it as much as I would have liked. So I did my best when I went in there, but I could, I knew for sure I was not going to book that job, but I put my best foot forward because I also, it's, it's also important to book the room and not just go in there and do a slamming job, but you also want to book the rooms that they'll call you in for other auditions. So I did well enough because they gave me a redirect, but I just knew I could feel it. I was just like, I am so not right for this part. So after that, I remember having to, I was in my car and I remember having to change my clothes in the car for my next audition. I had to audition as a nurse and yes, I had the scrubs and everything And by this time, I was really running late to get to this audition. It was for a co-star. I remember it like yesterday. I So I called my agent one more time. And she told them that I was running late. They said to still come. Thank goodness. And when I got there, I noticed there was no one else there. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be embarrassing. They're going to have attitude with me. I just had all these different actor thoughts going on in my head. And I checked in. They said, all right. They were so nice about it. It was okay. But it was like a ghost town in there when I got there. But luckily, they let me do the audition. And I remember it was a co-star. It was about three to four lines. And I knew it. I knew it really well. But I held that paper in my hands. And I just being kind of flustered because I was running late for the audition I was kind of hanging on to the page and not really allowing myself to play. And I could tell the casting director could tell that I was in my head about it. She was like, put down the paper. You know this. Just do it. And I'm so glad she said that because that's when I began to play. That's when I began to have a good time. And it worked out. I kid you not. So all of Everything that happened and led up to that point, it was stressful. And it felt like I was not in a flow. I I had an audition flow because I had three auditions. That's like a dream for us to have as many auditions as we can get. So there was a flow there, but I was, it felt like I was out of flow when, because I kept running late for auditions and having to call my agent. I could tell she was stressing out a little bit. But honestly, guys, I was actually in my flow still, even though it was kind of messy and it was chaotic. 
but I responded to it in the best way that I knew how, and that was to call my agent so she could call the casting offices to let them know that I was on my way. And then it was my responsibility to get out of my head so I could perform. So it worked out because I kid you not, I actually booked that audition, the last one where she told me to put down my page because I knew it. And it was for a pilot. It was a pilot audition and it turned into a reoccurring. So this is a huge example, guys, of when stressful times can feel like you're not in your flow, but you actually are. I want you to start trusting yourselves that you can handle hard times, challenging times, In times that feel like you're just out of sorts. Just take a deep breath and figure out the best step to take next because you still are in a flow. So at the end of the day, I was excited to book that pilot because I remember I was like, oh my gosh, that day was so stressful. And it felt like I was out of flow, but I was actually in flow. And I just had to, throughout that whole day, I just had to keep going with the flow. We judge what's messy and chaotic in our lives. And honestly, it's a flow that we are actually in, though it may not feel like it, and we just can't see the big picture. A great example of that is our emotional responses. Think about this. Are you guilty of judging yourself when your emotions run high? I know I have. Or worse, sometimes we're afraid to let our emotions get out of control. We don't allow ourselves to really truly have emotions and we stuff it down. We swallow it down. We repress it and suppress it, which is not good for us in the end. So why, why is that? One of the juiciest part of watching TV or a movie is when a character just freaking loses it and we get to hear how they really feel. Because we, we've we been watching what's going on, so we know they're going to have certain feelings about it. And I don't know about you guys, but when characters vent and lose it, I'm like, yes, get it out. One of my favorite scenes was, and she got it, she was nominated for this, if I'm not mistaken, she was she was nominated um, for her performance. But one of my favorite scenes is in Still Magnolias when Sally Field's character just loses it. And she just keeps saying, I just want to know why. And she's talking about why her daughter had to die. Sorry if that is a spoiler alert. It's a great film. That's not going to spoil it. You still can go watch it. But she's she's having a hard time accepting that her daughter died and that she died before she did. And she just keeps screaming, I just want to know why. It's one of it's my favorite part of the movie. It's so good. It stands out to me because she did have that moment of just losing it. Hey guys, let me ask you, do you feel like you are constantly on a rat race and a hamster wheel pursuing your career with nothing to show for it? I too have been there. I was running in my hamster wheel like a champ, trying to make it, doing everything that was suggested for me to do. I did it, like taking an acting class, check, submitting, check, marketing, networking, check, and check. I did workshops, check. I even said affirmations on a daily basis, check. What did I get in return? 
Nothing. Nada. Zilch. I started to question if it was all worth it, though quitting was not the answer either. However, I decided to stop doing all the doing and began to refocus my attention on being my best self in my everyday life. I began to live in what I call a flow. A sense of peace, purpose, and happiness came about me, and I allowed acting opportunities to flow to me versus me hunting them down. If you feel like you are on that same hamster wheel and are getting nothing in return, you've reached burnout, or perhaps you are new to pursuing your acting career and would like to avoid the hamster wheel and burnout altogether. I encourage you to grab a copy of my interactive flow guidebook and learn through my stories of struggles and defeat and learn how I created a flow strategy in my life and career. Yep, I said no more to all the doing for my acting career, which led me to book two pilots and a supporting role in an HBO film all in one month. Now, I don't say that to brag, but to show you there's another way. In this guidebook, I walk you through a six-part flow strategy with an interactive process for you to have some structure around your life and career to live and pursue them in a way you truly desire and in which will afford you to begin to book. Just head on over to theflowguidebook.com to grab your copy and begin to find your flow today. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. Be done with all the busy work, getting less, and truly live and book more. Note that our characters get to have emotions and an arc in the story, just like we are to allow ourselves in real life to do the same. Now, there is a time and a place, of course, to have big emotions, but when you are upset because you didn't book the audition that you were really hoping for, or no agency is taking you on, or someone has betrayed you, come on, let's just be real. You will either get pissed or hurt with quite a bit to say, or you will want to cry just to deal with it that way. If you are really honest with yourself, That's our responsibility as people first. I'm so much about us being people first than actors. Learn how to allow your emotions to come out and fully live them just like you do with your characters sometimes. And if you have a hard time doing that with your characters, for sure, start learning how to allow yourself to have your emotions be felt and played out. And I say all this to share, it's super healthy to feel your feelings and to honor yourself in this way. Where I really learned how to honor my emotions and how I was feeling was when I worked with a breathwork facilitator. During the breathwork session, she taught me to pay attention to what's coming up. I would have to breathe through my belly and then breathe through my chest and then exhale. And I would just keep doing that consistently. And and during those times, emotions would begin to come up. Emotions or I would feel agitated. Anger would come up. Crying would come up. And she would teach me to pay attention to those emotions. And she and to what and she wanted me to pay attention to what my soul was telling me this was new for me because 
I was taught as a young, you know, I had, you know, one of those parents that loved my father, but he was like, if you don't stop that crying, I'm going to give you something to cry about, you know, so I, I learned early on to hold back my emotions, you know, my tears and toughen up and to deal with it and repress it and suppress it. And this is just, I have so learned that it's just not healthy for you. So it was new for me for someone to tell me to feel my feelings and just let it out. She even told me, she was like, I want you to scream, let out screams, have temper tantrums. She was like, hit the bed. I was like, this is weird, but this is awesome. So I truly learned how to just let it all out and let it fly. It was new for me, but I chose to trust the process. And I learned greatly to not be afraid of my own emotions. I'll be honest, I go for it when I'm playing a character. I let my emotions run wild. I feel safe. I feel I'm doing my job. I like to really get behind a character. So it's easy for me to let my emotions run wild when I'm playing a character. I do that now in real life, thank goodness, because I learned it through breath work. So why wasn't I doing this in my real life? Well, I let you know, you know, how I was raised and how I learned to teach myself to not show emotions. And I had to learn to allow myself to feel my feelings without judgment, especially the vulnerable ones. Here comes the gem of doing that. I get to the bottom of how I am feeling and I free myself up of any negative stuck emotions. Letting go of your emotions in that way that you need to is flow in such a beautiful, messy way. You know, you can listen to TED Talks or look up flow in the dictionary. It is always... It is always suggested it to be something that is so perfectly done and always at ease. But no, flow can be messy and chaotic. I have learned this for myself. Now, when it comes to our acting, are you guilty of beating yourself up if you have what feels like a messy take? This is where I really want to talk to you guys because it happens with my clients. Some of my clients tend to want their scenes to always go perfectly and have a hard time allowing their scenes to be messy. I'll be honest, I I have been guilty of this for sure. When I first started, I was at a conservatory and I just wanted to hit every mark. So nothing, I didn't want it. I'll be honest, though, when my emotions would run wild, oh, I I loved that part being messy because I was <laughs> I was being raw and I was being real. But as far as the execution of all my choices and stuff like that, that's where I didn't feel comfortable for it getting messy. And I noticed my clients can, can get into that same trap. But what's interesting, as the viewer, when they feel like it's a messy take, it's actually the take. And they're doing an excellent job. So here's what I have found. When coaching some of their best takes, it's when it's messy. They no longer are controlling the scene and they are actually living it. In life, we are messy as humans. So allow your character to be messy. I can tell usually when 
when I'm coaching an actor and it gets messy for them, one, I'll give them a redirect and it drops them into the truth about that scene and they let go of their work that they put around that part of that part of the scene. And so it feels messy. It doesn't feel like they're in control of what's going on, but it is the most beautiful thing. Have you ever booked something or got a pen when you felt it was not your best work? I'll be honest, I haven't, but a lot of people, <laughs> I, I usually have called it. I can tell when I have booked something, I can tell when I haven't. So I haven't experienced this, but I do know actors who experience when they felt like they did a bad job, but they got booked. These are all examples of when we are still in flow, yet it may feel and seem messy, chaotic, and just out of control. Sometimes we have to allow our flow to be messy in order for us to have a win, get back on track, stay the course, or change direction. That's the ebb to your flow. And I say, I just say it to you guys, do do what Taylor Swift says and just shake it off, shake it off, uh, shake it off, shake it off. <laughs> so yes, let just let it go. Take a deep breath and see what step you need to take next. It's about finding your way to ease again. So honor your ebb and flow no matter which way the wind blows. All right, guys, that's what I have for you here today. I will see you next week. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, just do me a favor and double check to make sure you are following the podcast. And it would mean a lot to me if you would rate, share, and review and tell me specifically what you liked about the episode. Help other actors like yourself find the podcast too that you know can also benefit from listening to the show. All right, until next time, my friends, go find your flow, shine, and